Check, check. Don't think and I don't speak, don't see, but I don't blink. Don't kind of and I don't believe. Fall asleep in a Sobe, gray seas in the scope. Low key with the Cody, Brody's of an oldie. Coke free, shallow grave. Smoke me to show, please. You never know. Still riding around on trepid. Thane to my grave, still seen as a menace. Play with the blade, still play with depression. Rotten in the nuggets, just a fucking dad. <laughs> Recommend for a friend, cut on my shirt, maybe, maybe not. The dirt, coughing on earth in the end of the bands, like black death in the flesh. Dead in my head, just five pounds of pressure. No rest for the wretched. Guillotine bleeds in my dreams like the grass. Kettles on ice, all life lit depressed. It's got a knot so tight in his neck. Yeah, I like to be all dead. Cause we all next. Oh, fuck this. Yeah. Mike check, Mike check, it's your boy Dame Doja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. 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 Presence and you gotta meet with the forces. Look at this whip and you see these two skeletons riding, you know it's the corpses, huh? Think about this pain every day, can't relate to this world and state. It's the wraith and the lich, the grave. We depict a new torture every day when we paint. I take these drills and take me to a dope place. Only my third eye open, I look both ways. We can touch trip down the river of hopelessness. Maybe you'll see us when this shit's off. Oh, but fuck this. <sighs> Alright. I love that shit. DJ Decepticon is here. We lit. I'm Dame Doja. We lit. We in here. But we have some special guests, Shallow Grave, and a whole lot of folks. I mean, I don't want to get everybody's name wrong, man. Shout out to, you know, uh what? TSP and yes, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, we 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 gonna we're gonna introduce everybody or whatever, let everybody get, you know, their introduction. Correctly, but this is the word on the net podcast special edition. Shout out to GWE Entertainment for putting this together. And um, yeah, man, you know, let's go ahead and take off, man. Um, I know Grave, y'all been up here, whatever, no saying for a minute, we, like well, a couple of times, whatever. So we've been trying to get y'all in for a minute. And um, was this one the one that y'all recorded last time? Uh no, this is uh the track that we recorded last time was actually with Chase though over here. It's called Iceberg Theory Explained. Yeah, and we actually just performed that at our last show up there in Bryan with him finally in tow, and it it came out crack. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta come to another one of y'all performances. Yeah, I always DJ DJ. I'm it's a little different from the DJ booth. So let's go ahead and get the um introductions or whatever. Um, we got my boy Young Scatter. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad, my bad, my bad, my, young cat, my bad. You know, uh, young cat at grave. Y'all make up uh, shallow grave, or is it? So shallow grave is us too. I'm BBG, by the way, for those that aren't that don't know. Oh. Uh, so shallow grave is us, and then we have a collective that sits outside of us as well. It's called Grave, to include our fellow grave mate over here. This is Psy. Get, get the oh, okay, so side. Shallow Grave is a group. Oh, shit, bro, I, okay, I always thought you were Shallow Grave. No, Shallow Grave is both of us. Yeah, it's our duo. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, so um, duo like, but then you know y'all like have a kind of like a, a, a click. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Outside of that, we started a collective uh, earlier this year. It was earlier this year. It was like February, January time frame. Yeah. It was like when we really started talking about it, anyways. Well, because people were always asking us to be part of their collectives. And we were always just like, nah, like we're gonna do our own thing. So we just sat down and said, fuck it, we're gonna start up our own collective. And we're gonna get a bunch of people that are on the wave that we're on, not not like clout chasers or any of that crazy shit. Uh, we're just gonna get a bunch of genuine and real people, and we're all gonna like represent this thing, this unit, and stem off of each other. Right, everybody that's like passionate about what they do, that's like super important, you know what I mean? Because if you're not passionate about what you do, what are you doing? Yeah, right, that's right. Kevin. I always do that. It's not going to be a good uh, podcast unless I drop my phone, man. I'm going to tell you that much. <laughs> that is the key I'm going to tell you my much. And if I don't drop my phone, it ain't going to be a good podcast. So we go out to, you know, uh, make it do what it do. Right. Um, so we just was listening to Unsoiled. Uh, I know that y'all are... Um, from Ohio, uh, but y'all help me out. Like, what, what part of Ohio are y'all from? You want to go? Sure. Uh, so we're from like Northwest Ohio. It's like just west of Toledo. If you're familiar with that area, with a place called Bryan. It's real, okay. real small. Okay. Yeah. And um, Literally what's Bryan known for? Uh, meth. I mean, <laughs> industrially, <laughs> man. Uh, God damn. They got, they got <laughs> Spangler. Yeah, they got the Spangler you know the little dum dum pops, little Spangler dum dum pops. Yeah, that yeah. factory's in Bryan. Okay, cool. Cause it's always something like that. Even like in Florida, it's the same yeah. thing. We got we got uh, crocodile. Uh, like Orange Lake, Florida. You know, home of Tropicana, basically. You feel me? Oh like, yeah. You know. They got the Tropicana Farms and stuff okay. out there. And it's, it's right, like, right. That's where some of my family's from. So All right. I'm completely like, familiar like with being orange like... Orange juice, Tropicana? Yes. yes. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's lit, right? It's the good shit. And they give out free samples and shit. He was just shit. drinking that. Cool. I was. Jug. He had a gas. Listen, he pulls up from work with a... <clears throat> pulls up to pick him up to go to work. And I just... I got a big old, like, a tub of it just ready to go. Like, yo. A gallon of orange juice? Yeah, yes. he passed it to me. He's like, here, you want to swig this? I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, yeah, I guess, <laughs> That's bro. a lot of orange juice, man. I drink a lot of orange juice, man. Be careful with that. <laughs> I mean, I'll drink it all at once, to be okay, fair. All right. But you can, like, I, it's He's like camping. almost like a nervous, nervous drinking habit, you might say. But it's I mean, not alcohol. It's not the worst thing you could drink. But you know, like with, it's, it's you get a vitamin C uh, buildup well, like or something. Well, normally, yeah, people get like a bottle. Overdose, they don't you know, pull up with a fucking gallon. Yeah, you don't pull up with a jug usually. <laughs> now, if you, I mean, and then you don't want to drink the orange juice warm either. So if you, oh. if you got a whole gallon you're jugging around, it's gonna get warm at some point, man. Right. I mean, well. <laughs> Like yeah, that there's that. I just uh, at that point, I'm just like, well, I just put this back in the fridge. Yo guys, <laughs> yo guys. <laughs> well, look, all right. Most of the orange juices are pasteurized guys. and so forth, anyway. So I think you'll be all right. Yo, yes, sir. yo, 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 yo. Hold so tight. Okay, so 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 Greg, check. Oh, yo, 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 got one more member over here. Excuse my voice. See, look, this is Greg. Y'all gotta get one more member over here. This is uh, uh, side grave right here. Oh yes, we we we. Originally, I'm from Michigan. But uh, I've been living in Ohio for the last few years. I would say unfortunately, but it's not because I got to meet these guys. So yep. yeah, very when y'all moving to Atlanta? When whenever y'all feel like asking us to move in, man. Well, really? We gotta get y'all to move to Atlanta, man. Honestly, I was thinking about next year because I can't leave Ohio right now permanently because I'm still on papers. But I get travel permits True. and whatnot to be here because I'm serious about this. Like all that other stuff I was doing before as a kid, I don't care about. It's just music now. They see that, so they let me go places. Right, right, you know right. I mean? That's real. Yeah. Hey, uh, Sai, I need uh. Couple of flavors or whatever, because you said, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the fortunate 
or whatever of hip hop or whatever. Like, you know, what what do y'all consider y'all music first off? You know what I'm saying, um, like we could go around the room, but what do you like? What do y'all consider? I consider hip hop what I just listened to, but you know, you might have a, a genre within a genre, like a subgenre so, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So if there is a subgenre, then let it be known. But so I need uh. I also want you to turn on that light next to you, man. I want I, I want to light you up, but nah, um, nah. Uh, so as to answer your question, Dame, um, as far as like what Cat and I do primarily, we do like funk rap, like Three Six Mafia revival, like Suicide Boys sounding, but as well, it's like it's our own twist on it. You know what I mean? Like we like like the uh, literally the scumbag image is what we what we portray. You yeah, know what pretty I mean? much. Because realistically, up until well, this second. Even going past the second, we've just been pieces of shit. Really? <laughs> like, just pieces of shit? Well, like, after, like, we just don't give a fuck for real. Like, it, like, like it's so genuine, though. It like, is we don't act like we don't give a fuck. We just genuinely don't give a fuck. The apathy is real. I mean, there are things that we do give a fuck about, obviously, everybody. But okay. I'm In general, like, just like... generally, like, right now, if, if a fight broke out right here, I would continue talking to you, because that's what we're doing. It's not mm -hmm. my business. Just do you feel business. like that's because you've seen a lot, or it's just a small town thing, or... What do you, uh, what do you, what do you, where does that, where does town, that come from? The small town thing is to just be in everyone's business. Everyone knows everyone's business. Yep. Uh, I, it's the scene a lot part for me. Like, same. I, I learned quick to just mind, mind my business, stay in my lane. Like, if I'm not involved with it or uh, attached to it in any way, then just to stay out of it. Because if you don't, eventually what looks good is going to get bad. Yeah, literally, <laughs> and it's pretty much in the same sense for me. It's just based on what we've seen. It's literally, man, like, you gotta take that home with you too. Yeah, like, you don't just you don't just like leave a um, anymore these days. You don't leave a fight in the streets no more. That that problem comes home with you. Right, it's not like work. You can't separate the two anymore. Do you so uh, so how how old are you guys? Do you mind me asking? I'm 26 and I'm 28. All right, so boom. So it's like I've been noticing like different changes in in sets of people especially when it comes to generations like as, how it's going these generations are flipping faster than it used to be so like you could think of like the baby boomers and then like the the millennials mm -hmm. and then you know whatever they had like kind of 20 30 year gaps between yeah. these generations that are coming up but now it's starting to tighten up it's like three four or five because like covid covid is, is its own generation right so like covid happened over what two years like uh, two years time basically 2020 to yeah. 2020 i mean we still have a couple of things that are in place it's because it's almost, of covid right but, but it's, it's just like everybody has to take a polio vaccine just you know what i'm saying like from before i'm not suggesting take the wait wait wait, wait what'd you just say <laughs> no i'm saying everybody has to take a polio speaking vaccine of, uh, speaking of 50 50 years speaking I'm of 50 saying, years hip-hop is now 50 years old and a couple of uh next month actually as of uh august 11th we're on the 50th year of hip-hop and that's what I want to kind of keep it to, uh, you know, uh, the conversation geared towards because, like, when you say that you don't give a fuck, and Sai just said basically, even though he's in Ohio, it was still fortunate because he actually met y'all and y'all on, you know, um, y'all doing hip hop, y'all doing music, and you know, like, basically it allows y'all to, uh, you know, to not only uh, relate but build and have a collective within each other so um is hip-hop something that you don't give a fuck about uh, no nah, i wouldn't say that i'm when i say i don't give a fuck i mean like more generally about myself 
or like things that about pertain in my life. Like if someone doesn't like something I'm doing, I don't give a fuck. You, you kind of you can, that's kind of like your hakuna matata. I ain't really <laughs> wanted to throw you on the spot like that because I understand that's kind of your hakuna matata. Know what I'm saying, right? But uh, but also you got to like basically make it be known that you do give a fuck about you know the music and like you know as far as what it's doing for your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, see, yeah, I, I feel like that. is that where your music comes from though? Is like where you've been and how you you know that's usually what people write about. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so that's important. <clears throat> how you feel and how and how people perceive you and where you're from that all plays into how your music comes out. Yeah. So our music is real dark base like real just like it's very gritty depressing like make you want to die like we got songs kind of like this, this picture right die. here this picture kind of uh, <laughs> could kind of really like describe what was this moment like that's after a show or at a show right yeah, yeah it was, our, was uh, just at our last show two weeks ago yeah that show was dope yeah it was it was live as hell um, live ain't even the word, yeah, yeah. honestly. That, that was different. So this, like, that was different with this, from, with this, <laughs> basically just watching this. Would you say that this is fairly depicting what your music is like? Um. Well, that was that if was. If you feel that, like, it, uh, for the listener, like, if you feel any kind of relation to the things and feelings that we're talking about in our music, then we can get down like that. Like, <laughs> they can, because not everybody. Let's be real. Like, not everybody likes that dark depression shit. It's yeah. real hard to like grab onto for most people because they're like, I don't want to fucking ride around the whip listening to songs about shooting my brains out. Like, why would I want to yeah, do that? Yeah, right, yeah. like being addicted to drugs. You won't bring that to a party. You right. Know what I mean, but the well, people, the people that that do depends on yeah, it depends on the party. That's yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you're that party, right, and we can like resonate with each other like that, then we we got that energy. Right, and it's like the people that like do listen to our stuff. Already have that sense of like, oh, yeah, like life know, is shit. That's what they looking for anyway. They don't say they don't give a fuck either. No saying so, you know, like it's almost like, like a rebellious kind of thing of not giving a fuck. At the same time, it's like why? What there's certain things like like they we get pressed with. Like why should we care about it? It's the generation of what y'all grew up in. He's that's what I was saying. A generational thing. I but think it is. I mean, it's some sense. A lot of his principles were definitely lost coming up. I like, will say through that, the years, yes. as the years passed, a lot of principles and a lot of morals were definitely like just completely thrown out the window, disregarded. Bro. Yes, like they didn't even exist in the first. Place. So let's keep the room. Let, let's keep it going around the room because I want to get back to my boy. You no know saying side back in, in the back. Because uh, what would you consider your uh, your music like? The music that you make in hip hop. If uh, it is hip hop, uh, I'd say it is. It's a, it's a. I feel like it's more poppy. It's a, it's way different than what they got going on. Um, I'm still experimenting with my style, but I feel like uh, primarily I'm gonna be more, uh, sing songy. I guess that makes more sense. Um, I don't have anything out after this. We're about to hit the studio. I have a few projects in the work. You make um, you make your beats on oh yeah y'all yeah, y'all on Fruity Loops and all that this shit too right yeah um so I just started getting into Fruity Loops last year uh Cat actually got me into it I went to I think wasn't it your first show no it was the second it was at a house party mm -hmm. yeah it was a house show because I used to do, I was in music uh, in high school and then I played the trombone uh, stand up bass guitar and then after high school I moved out with some uh my friends from hometown. And uh, we started a band. We were playing up in Kalamazoo, Michigan, for a little bit. We were called uh, we called ourselves Helping Hands. We were like indie pop punk. Um, 
And then our drummer quit. I took a break from music for a few years, had to sell a bunch of equipment to pay off some bills. And then once I met him, I saw on Facebook that he had a house show, so I went out there because it had been like four years since I'd been to a house show, or maybe more than that. Um, and a couple weeks later, we started hanging out. Describe a house show. Man, hold up. Do you remember how nervous I was? Do you remember how nervous I was bro, during I that entire set? It, bro, oh my, my back God, was facing yes. Instead of that, it described like for me like in, in one minute a house show. Like basically what? PA system, room full, like a house full of people, all just vibing. So at a house. Yeah. At a somebody's house. You're not talking about the music house. You're no. not talking about no, it's somebody's like, place. Somebody's yeah, yeah, yeah. personal home that they turn into a venue, basically. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Continue, continue, uh, uh, style. Uh, well, that's what, uh, that's what I was into when I was doing music. Um, when I was playing guitar, uh, we would play at these house shows, and I saw him post a private, uh, like, house show event. So I DM'd him for the address, and then a couple weeks later, we ended up chilling, and I started, I messed around in the FL with him, and then uh, first thing I, I was, what in the drum pattern I put down? And you put a melody over it or something like that. Yeah. And then you uh, kind of, they kind of took me in, and then I met. God, taught uh, taught me a lot within the mix. I know there's still a lot more. I'm still getting used to it, but. All right. So wait, wait. I want to, I want to stay on this point right here. House shows. What made you put a house show together? What was your first house show like? What made you put a house show together? Uh, we didn't put who, the house. Who all in here has put a house show together? So we, it wasn't actually our house show that we put together. We you were invited to perform at it. Yes. You just play, play at them. Right. Yeah. We got, we got invited to perform at it. It was a friend of ours that lives up in Michigan, and we, you know, we got in and did the thing. We're getting into hosting shows now around our area because one, no one else does, and two, you can corner the market like that. And and the house shows, uh, how long you've been doing? Like basically, uh, besides doing them inside a a small bar, right? Give me a contrast. Give me something that you actually like about the house show that you wouldn't know that you would like. It's personal. It is, yes. Like, you could definitely get in with the crowd and really interact with them on a more like one to one, face to face level as opposed to like, I mean, you can do that at like a small bar as well, but obviously it's gonna, it's a little bit more of a social, like an extroverted, like venue. So it's kind of hard to really lock in with somebody where, like, in someone's house or in their backyard, it's a little bit more intimate that way because it's somebody's like comfort zone. That's their safety. You know what I mean? So, like, when you're already in that, it allows them to be more comfortable and you can really lock in with them. So, so uh, has everyone here played at a house show, uh, relatively Chase? I have not. No. You have not. I have not. Only venues, oh. only uh, bars. I guess you could say uh, lounges, all them type of things. If you were booked to be on a house show, um, how would you feel about that? Um, I would love that. That'd be amazing opportunity. So, if anybody out there has some house shows coming up, uh, Chase though with the bankroll, king of the burbs, hit me up. <laughs> Chase though underscore uh, on Instagram. Roswell God. Roswell so, God. So, thank are, you, BBG. Are the house party, uh, the house shows, are they kind of like the Lil Russell type situations? Did I miss that already? Did y'all say that already? No, we didn't. Okay. But, uh, oh, you know, like Lil Russell. You know what I'm talking about, right? The rapper. The dude that talks about the publishing and stuff yeah, on. Uh, 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 L. A. Russell. Yeah, that dude. L. A. Russell. Russell. Yeah. I'm not even gonna I lie. I'm saying Lil Russell. Who do is it? Is it L. A. Russell or is it? I Lil think Russell so. Or is it both. 
Y'all I don't know. I'm in a way. I'm pretty sure I'm it's. Sure, but yeah. But yeah. So is it like that? Like from what I see, like the way that his shows are, it's like the backyard and. Oh yeah. 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 And shit. Hmm. Yeah. That's absolutely. pretty cool. Okay, so it's like Cali style type shit. That's cool. And a lot of the stages are literally just hand built too. Oh, so yeah, see, I'll take sometimes I'll take it a little bit, a little bit extra, and that's dope. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like, like for the people that like host them and all that, they really have to go the extra mile to make it like, hey, this is our venue, making it try to make it as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, it it really brings home that like, hey, they want to do this seriously, and it's a nice thing. That's pretty. Especially cool. when like that, and they got a good PA system, and it just sounds good, and everything's everybody's vibing with it. It's a good feeling. Oh yeah. Hey, sup? I know you go clown me, but real quick, you know how nope, I am. Nope, we're not doing it. I yeah. want Shallow Grave to nope. tell you how they got down here. Oh, okay, yeah, you can do that. And part. ask them how long we've known each other. But you talked yeah, yeah, about so, always yeah, loyalty so in this how long, business. How long have you and, and, so, uh, and Greg known each other? And how'd y'all get down here? Uh, Less than four months we've known each other. Actually, right about four months right now, because it was, four what, March 18th? Four, four months and four days. Yes, sir, four months and four days. Yeah. Hey, look, y'all, y'all, y'all want to be managers and stuff, man. Look, this is how a manager is really supposed to be. He knows all about his artists. You know what I'm saying? His artists know about him, and that shit's important. So just pay attention. To so how it was at a house show, person. Yeah, yeah, it was at a house show. Uh, Chase was supposed to go with me. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't you have the mic in your hand? Oh, Old man down. Hashtag. Chase was supposed <laughs> to go great. with me to the show on March 18th. He had a, a uh, another engagement he had to take care of. So I came up here with uh, uh, some folks, and when I we got to the show, everybody else that I saw was lip syncing, except for these two gentlemen right here. Uh, except for these two uh, gentlemen right here. Okay, so that that's what stood out to. Uh, yeah, they didn't lip sync. I'm looking at you know they didn't lip sync, and even though uh, the people I brought up, you know, they they performed, but you know these guys didn't lip sync, and I was so blown away by their energy. It was probably a, a living room full of artists, maybe seven or eight. It was it was uh, it was different, but after the show, you know, I stood across on a wall and I, I saw uh, Shallow Grave, and I just you know my conscience told me to go ahead and uh, reach out to him, and I did, and we scheduled a phone call, and I'll let Cat uh, finish up the rest of that, and I'm gonna let uh, Cy finish up the rest while he's down here too as well. And then we're gonna get to Lost Kid and uh, Stone Prophet, and, uh, and of course uh, Chase Stoke. With the bank no, roll, no doubt, no doubt, no saying. Matter of fact. Um, I want to actually kind of keep it going over the opposite way over okay. for a minute because I want to bring it back to you, Chase. Absolutely. Um, as far as hip-hop. Yes, sir. Um, I want to know, is hip-hop important to you? Dude, I fell in love with hip-hop when I was like 10 years old, and that's the only thing I've really listened to since. What, it's been nothing else. What what type of hip hop? Like who who was the artist at that time? Uh, so like more lyrical shit. Like obviously Eminem, and then uh, from that I learned about Dr. Dre, and that was like the only hip hop my parents would really play back then. It was just a few Eminem and Dr. Dre songs. So that's how I learned about them, and from that point it snowballed into like what is hip hop? What is hip hop? What is rap? All that I, f- I find out about a ton of other artists, and yeah, I love it. Right, right. So, um, influence is kind of like on your style, like you would say, like basically, like now, or not now, or you know, whenever. Besides Eminem, you said, uh, I mean, that's what you said. That was the first person that you listened to, right? But uh, is is there, do you have? Do you, would you say that like uh, anybody in the game that you have influences from? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me say Wiz Khalifa when I was younger. Who else? 
Whiskey. I want to say Eminem though for sure. I have to put that up there because that was number one. That's who like really brought me into like listening to hip hop and shit. Okay, um, so when was you, and you said you do venues or whatever like yeah. When um, when talk about that experience, your last show experience, and um, what was you performing? Uh, the last show I played was actually uh, July eighth. That was the show that uh, Shallow Grave put on. They had me out there as the uh, Atlanta special guest along with uh, GWE. Okay. Um, that shit was a blast, man. I played my set. That was the the best I've ever performed in my life. Um, they let me go towards the end as well. So everyone really set the tone, and I knew I had to, you know, go hard and make the show like finish it strong. You feel me? So you did it, the the show out. He did. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Okay. We gonna come back. Uh, and where you from again, Chase? Roswell. Roswell. Okay. Yeah. You from, from uh, Northside. The now. All right. So uh, coming coming around though. You know what I'm saying uh, my boy from the D. Yeah. Yo, what up? What's happening, bro? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, um, same question, like, basically on the influences in hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? You know, like, because I want to I wanna keep it, like, it's the 50th anniversary, you know, kind of an episode, but I want to, you know, how would you describe your music, or who, um, or how would they describe your music? So, my music, real similar to my boys over here, um, I want to say, like, real poppy, real punk. And we, I got a lot of rap, too, out. Um... I don't really shy away from any genres. I actually have a, a country song on the way, too. Hey, my bad. I ain't even start with your, you know what I'm saying, the introduction, man. I kind of skipped skip that. You know what I'm saying? Let them know who you are. Um, I'm the last kid. I'm from Albion, Michigan. Uh, I currently stay in Jackson, Michigan, uh, 517, same place as Stone Prophet. Um, yeah, just a kid from the mitten with uh, big dreams. What what hip hop is like, like there, like basically, you know, as far as the influence and the, and the people around you. Um, my biggest influences, I would say Tupac, Eminem, MGK. Okay, but your influence, but what is hip hop like, like where you from? Um, like trap, like Baby Tron, T Grizzly. When that, oh okay. Would you would you feel like as of recently? with the work that they've been putting in, um, there's been sort of a, a, a you know, a energy, a good energy towards hip hop, the, you know, like, or, you know, is it still Yeah, like, like, uh, like, like Baby Tron? Yeah. Him, Lyrical Lemonade, they're working together, T Grizzly, he's, like, he's been popping off like the last, like, five, six years, you know? And, like, even, like, Big Sean, um, Another Detroit artist, I'm trying to think, uh, Days Loaf. Like, there's like many, like, many links to Detroit, like, towards the talent. Yeah. I would even say if you wanted to go, like, a little bit more old school, Royce the 5'9. Honestly. Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. One of the greatest, without question. And Peasy doing his thing, too. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, would you, what, 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 um, I don't know. I, I kind of got ran to a blank just even thinking about the influences. Cause okay, what uh, what you got out right now? Um, I just dropped a music video, "The Greater Things of Life." That's on YouTube. That currently is at a uh, sixteen thousand views. Sixteen thousand. Yes. All right, let's check it out. You know what I'm saying. Um, um another good video. 
that I recently watch? dropped is I'ma be a legend too. That's at six thousand. I dropped that before the greater things of life. We can we watch one on right now a little bit of it? Yeah, which whichever one you want. He needs the information. You, Type bro. in uh, I'ma be a legend. By the last kid. And when you make a song like that, whatever, you know, talk about the confidence and So the confidence of this song it's pretty much me talking my shit, pretty much me letting people know, like, I know I've been beat down a lot, and a lot of, you know, people have texted me. Like, I've gotten a lot of stuff. Um, This is just to let them know, like, I'm going to get what I want and what I deserve, especially to take care of my family because I was raised by my granddad, and um, anything that I can do to, like, Show him before he like pass away, like yo, I made it because this is Running my passion. Small business takes grit um, and that's not the video though. That's not the video. No. Um, What's with the topic, man? Why does shit be coming? Yeah, I don't know topic, why that's popping man. up. It's just. Kid, yep, it's literally DistroKid. Topic pages. <laughs> topic pages <laughs> come from uh, uh, Kid. Yep. I will for sure. Like so, nobody's creating um, them themselves. I I hear like if you don't create a page, then it comes up as a type top. So just look up the lost kid. Yeah, you have to you have to claim it, claim your uh, page on YouTube. It's a process, but you can claim your page on YouTube. We're gonna talk to them about that today, anyway. And, and just look up the Lost Kid. Oh, the Lost Kid. Yeah. Uh yeah. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. All right, but yeah, let's talk about um your first hip hop experience, man. Like not not your first, but like as far as rapping. So like my beginning. Like yeah yeah like, um, like why did you start rapping? Honestly, oh, when somebody told I didn't you, start hey, rapping until I started smoking weed. <laughs> but, like, I shit you not, like, I've always dreamed of, like, it, man. I've, look, look, I've always dreamed, even before I smoked weed, I've always, like, dreamed, like, you know, little kid in the mirror, like, you know, singing songs, you're listening to, putting the shades on, like, you know, just, yeah, that, yep, that's my channel right there. Um, I'm gonna be a legend right there. I ain't gonna uh, lie, as soon as you type that shit in, I, I was kind of skeptical. I was like, he kept saying, just type in the lost kid, just type in the lost kid. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm there, man. I'm there. lost. They were just talking about the I'm baby dead. on the side no, of the I'm, on the side of no, the No, I'm lost in my mind, but I'm not lost in this music they were shit. Just talking shit about is. you all last week. I know I, you should have been. I'm gonna be a legend first. People need to see this. People need to see I'm gonna be a legend more. Yeah, they said. Yeah. 16k. Let's. I'm gonna be a legend first. I love this video. Well, nah, I mean, we only got time for one, my brother. No, say we gonna get, we we gonna we gonna tell. That's them fine. The that's fine. More people but need I, to see this. But I, but I, but I want to get into it. A little, a little vibe. And keep, you know. Yeah. This is I'm gonna be a legend. Yes, sir. Kid. Yes, sir. Shout out by uh, FOS Rocco. Shout out. Gonna have to show me. Gonna have to show me. Yeah, yeah. Come along, 
were coming from the show, man. Y'all was dead raw, so I made a hook to this song. Kill this beat like I'm King Kong. My rap game getting too strong. I'ma be right where the fuck I belong. Sitting next to Tommy Chong. He definitely, he definitely got a, uh, you got a bravado about yourself, my brother. You like, you, 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 you mean what you say. This, this, this production is kind of, you know what I'm saying, like kind of ain't, ain't, ain't really the best or whatever, but, you know, I know you mean what you say or whatever, and, and For sure. you actually carrying the track right now, but you probably, you, you probably going to be even raw once you start getting tracks that, you know, that really challenge you a little bit more, I would say, you know what I'm saying? For Definitely. sure. Um, Don't laugh kinda, or beat me up, bro, but who do they say you look like? Macaulay Culkin. Damn that that too. That I wouldn't okay. even okay. Okay. say that one. Okay, so so who else? Kill, Kill Kardashian. Uh, Pete Davidson. Yeah, he looked like Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. And that wow, video that's you do. That's the that first. Video you do. You look like Pete Davidson. That's bro. crazy. Oh, he does, yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Hey, hey, it's the eyes. It's the eyes. I thought he was the eyes. You know, I thought he was gonna say Macaulay Culkin. I thought he was. Yeah, I see that now, though. I see that though. I've been getting Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Are y'all related to something? No, no, no. My mom always said that we should always do like a sequel. Like I'm just like son or something, but I'm like nah. I mean, I mean, I could probably make some money off that. Yo, yo, you should do that as a skit though. Like Macaulay Culkin, all grown up. Macaulay Culkin. Content is content. Didn't we already? We already saw that though. You know, if it gets big, if it gets big enough, he might want to join in with you on the shit one day. Oh, for sure, one thousand percent. full circle. I can't tell you how many people like have come. Like have come up to me and it's like home alone. Like ever since I was like four or five years old. That's like, fucking dope. You're home alone, dude. That's fucking dope. That's wild. And like they would always make me like do the face. Like you know when he's like in the mirror and he puts both hands on his face and like screams. They always made me do that. And I actually had a shirt. I lost it, but like it was that exact picture of him doing it. And people would be like, "What?" Hey, hey, I tell you what, man. Since you you had a a good like energy about that shit, man, and. I don't know, like, if this shit was supposed to happen, I got a beat that you might be interested in. Since I wanted to, like, even diss your beat, I'm going to present a beat to you that's in that, but it's kind of in that uh, realm. It's in Man. the Home Alone realm, whatever you can do, you know what I'm saying, with Man, it, say less. how you want. I think it's kind of cool, and we'll talk about it later, whatever, Thank you. you know what I'm saying? And then, if, you know, if you didn't like it, you go on your next thing and be like, hey, man, I ain't like that shit, whatever. You could talk your shit. Or oh, if you like whatever. that shit, do your thing, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But since I actually had the audacity to talk shit about your production, I'm going to put forth, you know what I'm saying, some production, whatever, you know. I'm, I'm going to be about it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I believe like him. I believe him 1,000%. That's elevation for sure. But I want to get props to Simon and tell him how y'all even got in their show and make his quick. Thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to the stone guy. You know what I'm saying? The stone guy, whatever. You could just stand up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Talk to sir. the folks, man. It's all love till it's not. I'm getting to this guap, man. If you don't know, now you know. I go by the name like of the it. Stone Prophet. Yeah. Appreciate you guys for having me. What's happening, the Stone Prophet, man? man. What does that mean? Like, that was dope. Big like, chilling. It's like my first you smoke time. Weed and you and you predict the future. 
I do not predict the future, but I do smoke hella weed. <laughs> what do you say? I said, or do you preach and throw stones? I might, I might preach a little bit. I don't throw any stones okay, though. Cool. <laughs> isn't it more like? Isn't it more like you saying like you're the prophet? I know. It was, it was uh, cheesy. Honestly, <laughs> I came up with that name when I was high as shit when I was younger. It's got multiple meanings depending on how you spell it, but I spell it you know as they would in the Bible. It's not really religious or anything, but it's just meant to you know basically say you know I'm that guy for real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Talk that talk. Well, so so uh, hip hop, man. You know, like, what does, does it mean something to you? Like, how, how do you feel? Absolutely, What's man. What's the status of hip hop right now with you or whatever and your music? It was uh the first type of music that I really attempted to make, honestly, and uh, I kind of fell in love with it. I would say at an early age, uh, before middle school, even. Uh, not to sound corny or anything, but as soon as I heard, you know, a damn Eminem song, that's what drawed me into it. And then I started checking out all different types of hip hop artists and whatnot, you know, uh, just culturing myself a little bit or however you want to word it. Yeah, I mean, you, you're from Michigan, right? Yes, sir. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, that's kind of a, a story. Like most folks in Tallahassee, when they listen to T-Pain, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, or, you know, folks where you from you know it's it's cliche at the same time but it's also you know if that's if that's your story and that's your influence whatever you know then that's that's that you know oh yeah for sure for sure and the reason i was asking everybody about hip-hop or whatever and really even speaking on hip-hop is because the evolution of hip-hop you know what i'm saying um i want to kind of you know stay on that it's, it's it's the year of it but even in the conversation of Lil uzi vert um having a number one hip-hop album but a lot of folks say that what he makes is not hip hop. Like, you know, that's why I wanted to kind of, you know, speak on, yeah. you know, the the boundaries and the differences of how everybody described their music. I mean, I guess it really uh, depends on personal opinion, but I think I think it's hip hop. You know, that's my personal opinion. I think it's hip hop. Uh, you know, it's just a different type of hip hop that you know not everyone's gonna like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's it's, it's genres within the, the culture, or whatever. Obviously. So how how would you feel like you know what I'm saying you you fit? <laughs> That's a good question, actually. Uh, no one's ever asked me that before. Um, man. That's a tough one because I don't just make hip hop. I mean, I make mainly hip hop. But I, uh, as of lately, especially, I've also been diving more into, you know, melodic rock or alternative rock influence Ooh, type music or uh, even, you know, a little bit of heavy metal influence type music. I, I like making uh, all types of music, to be honest. Uh, hip hop is just kind of what came to me the easiest. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, uh, that's a good answer, too. Because I mean I'm open to all all I, I listen to all genres of music, and you know I um but I feel like a lot of folks would kind of come to you guys and be like oh that's not hip hop you got to prepare yourself for that or for folks to even kind of just try to kind of you know even if it isn't hip hop um but they feel like that you're you know attempting hip hop the wrong way or something yeah. like that. Is you have really to prepare yourself for that. And I want to talk about like how that, you know, how would you even, you know, deal with that? Like how, right. if, with you saying, hey, man, I, I, I like this genre. I like that genre. 
if you was little Uzi, how would you kind of, you know, um, I guess prepare yourself for the uh, the description of your music if if it was even considered hip hop. So well, that's kind of why I asked everyone that question. To be honest, how many uh, how many uh, monthly listeners does Lil Uzi have on Spotify? Some right. somebody want to look that up real quick. A ton, but he's he's speaking more on like the genre of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, the genres yeah. and sub subgenres. Yeah, because because yeah, it's like Lil Uzi is 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 he came out as a hip hop artist, right? Right. But he doesn't do hip hop anymore, if that makes sense. Well, like well, Wayne, it, Lil Wayne made a rock album. You know, it's yeah. not it's not he, anything he made wrong. A bunch of them. To Snoop me. made a <laughs> gospel album. Yep. There's nothing wrong with a rapper crossing a genre, right? right. But I I didn't listen to Snoop's gospel album, right? right. Or mm-hmm. he dropped a, a reggae album, right? Mm-hmm. But that's cro- like him kids crossing. Album. Kids that's album that's him crossing a, a, a genre, and it's okay. It's, it's it's not like, but when he represents in the culture, you know, it's gonna be I guess what you would he would fit into the gangster rap genre. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Originally, you know yeah, definitely. And some folks rap. now will be like, "That's gangster not rap, stoner rap." He did a bunch of them. He did gangster rap. He did stoner rap, and that was still under hip hop umbrella. Yeah, and then so that's what I'm saying. There's a there's a big uh, branch. There's a lot of branches to the tree, and we're here to talk about it. Whatever. I don't I don't want to uh, over. The conversation, but, but that's let, 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 uh, let all the artists we'll, uh, t- uh, chop on this real quick. Shallow Grave, go ahead, and then the rest of y'all, you know, chime in. Now, I kind of asked everybody the same question, or whatever. You know, everybody kind of got in on that one. Does, does anyone else have anything to say about that? Uh, uh, no, I definitely see what you're saying for sure. Like, like how how, how would you how would you feel if someone was like, oh. You know that's not really hip hop what you're doing. I or whatever, guess, you know? uh, like, I, I would w- say, uh, you know, maybe it maybe it's not, but maybe it's if it, you know, just because it's not hip hop doesn't necessarily mean that it's not meaningful, or that you know some thought and effort and energy didn't go into creating it. Uh, you know, it, I guess you could say that it's not hip hop, but it's it would fit into the category of something else you know like maybe a subgenre, as you were saying yeah so here's my take on that right as we know Lil Uzi Vert is a hip-hop artist right but he really with this with this last album he straight away from that just because you help fix somebody's engine once doesn't make you a mechanic you know what I'm saying he's right. not not a hip-hop artist because he did a not hip-hop album right so for him whether somebody says that's not hip-hop cool I'm still a hip-hop artist so I doubt yeah, honestly, that people would really even care to take offense to that. It went like, number one too. That was a good way to say it. It went number one on the Billboard. You. I think so. Like, I mean, I look at uh, like artists. To me, you know, as a DJ, for instance, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying artists are instruments. That's the way I look at it. You know, right. what I'm saying every person, just like a like a saxophonist plays a saxophone. Artists can do multiple genres, multiple different ways, mm-hmm. and it's part of the arm of what makes a good song. You know, what I mean, you have the production. You have the artistry, you have the writers, you know what I'm saying? Then you have the videographers. Right. Everybody has a part to play. So if you can make five different or six different genres of music as one artist, you're way more valuable yeah. to me as a, as a DJ and, and music industry person. Well, you're right. more yourself. valuable to me than just one. So one I got a question for the room. You know what I mean? What you got, Doja? What y'all, uh, how many of y'all produce? I produce. Everybody in the room pretty much? I mean, I produce my own music. I mean, I do. I do. I do you play, all my you music play, by myself. Si, you play, right? I mean, 
you you play, play right? He talking about yeah, yeah. See, talking about I don't know, <laughs> right? So I just don't have anything out yet, so it's kind of hard to say. I'm, Bro, your archives. Are all right, full. all right. It's, it's cool. True. It's cool. It's cool. We'll, we'll, we'll let him grow. Um, so, as producers, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say, what would you feel dictated how you go about calling your music dark, calling your music uh, stoner music, or calling your music fly, or calling your music trap? The entirety. Uh... I'm trying to figure out how to answer because when I, would, I, when I make a beat myself personally, when I make a beat, I look for the most daunting, haunting, eerie sounds I can find and mash them together because I feel like 89% of the time that's what's going on inside of me is some scary ass shit. So I just make it into some dope ass noises, but it doesn't sound all like strictly I want to die ish. <laughs> it, has this it has this element of like holy shit like I want to show this to my other homies right you know what I mean right I alright as far as like when I when I do make my melodies I like to include a little bit more of like a melodic sound to it which uh, the melodic itself has more of like a melancholy feel to it running a lot of minor chords and everything especially like E minor B minor uh, those are like my two favorite chords to work on and beats as well. Like okay. we have a track called Oblivion Awaits. It was actually sampled from uh, a song by Utara Hikaru. It's, it's called uh, Bokyaku, which translates to Oblivion in Japanese. And it's straight up the whole song itself is like super like sad and poetic. And the whole like that was the vibe we were trying to put off with that song. Yeah, yeah. Don't go nowhere. You, 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 <laughs> yeah, you ain't done. One thing this. I want to say real quick is that y'all got some cold ass song titles, bro. I just wanted to give y'all props hey, on that. We real appreciate quick. that, man. Yeah, yeah man. So, so would you still feel that the beat though, or is it your attitude towards song? Because see, with him, it's his attitude. Right. He makes because he's going after the darkest, like he said. He's trying to translate it from his head onto paper. Right. Now, I would say I'm kind of in the same like same mindset as translating, but it's just not exactly the same concept. Like his is like very like dark and aggressive where mine's a little bit more I guess as I said melancholy and a little bit more subdued but still sad in nature. And what about you? Um, I would what say What dictates what dictates your approach towards you know when making uh I guess a rap song? I would say uh I like to, you know, listen to what I have, you know, on my laptop or whatever I'm producing on. And I like to close my eyes and really focus on the emotions that it brings out of me. And then I guess uh, I kind of go from there, you know, and that kind of helps me decide uh, what to, you know, I guess you could say label it. Uh, Or, you know, like say if it's like uh, a beat that I'm listening to that I just made and I'm just thinking about like it makes me think of like just driving down the highway, smoking a blunt, you know, just like on your way to go get some money or some shit, you know, like on a very sunny, very beautiful day, you know. It's just like the overall visions that it puts in my mind and the overall vibe that it gives to me, I guess I would say. All right, now uh, next, let's go around the room. Give somebody uh, else on the same like type type tip. Like, what you got, Sai? Uh, my shit, I think uh, it's gonna give off more of like a hopeless romantic kind of ordeal. Like uh, kind of like 
Hold on, you trying to get the hoes? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> too, I mean, Tupac said you got to make music. No saying if you want to get some money, you got to make some money and get the hoes. Fact. I was trying to find maybe another artist I could could could, could compare myself to. Um, I don't know. Shit, man. But it's not necessarily the artist. What I'm asking is more so like when when you're creating, right? It, uh, is it so your attitude is is more so hey i want to create melodic stuff for the women so it so you're not like making trap music you know so the right, beat right, won't right. the beat won't dictate your rap style it's you are already looking for these type of beats see what i'm saying right, for right. some folks the beat plays and then that dictates how they're going to do their music or, right. or for you for all of us in the room who are producers, I'm saying most of us are producers here, you know, it may just be the mood, but I'm going to dictate and say, hey, I'm going to make some music for this type of a trap artist, or I'm going to make this beat for a rock artist, or, or today I'm just doing it just off a of feeling. Right. So that's kind of the question. Uh, Chase. My opinion on it is a producer, as a producer, you're, you're painting a picture. You know what I'm saying? You're using sounds to create an image in the listener's mind of the the vibe like the the mood you know what i'm saying the, yeah. the general feeling situations it's almost like reading a story you want them to picture that shit in your mind so i don't know just as a in the producer standpoint i feel like they're very important to the game because they put those pieces together to to help paint that collective picture. If an artist doesn't know exactly what they're going for, what their vocal style might be, a producer can come in and be like, oh, you sound good on these beats. We can create this picture with your voice, with your image, with your brand. That also goes back to branding. Like, for example, what I'm doing now, I'm doing some new stuff, it's unreleased, but you look at me, I'm white, I got long hair, I, I smoke weed, I drink, you know, I like to party. So you would think that I'm a party guy, right? So the songs that I'm making now are, you know, more on brand, like party related, like, you know what I'm saying? Painting pictures of the vibes. I want people to feel like they're there with me. So And those are the type of beats that you're making as well? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like uh, club type beats. Uh, BBG uh, brought it up the other day, the, the jersey type beats. I didn't know where it was from, what the, the style the jersey was. Club. Jersey yes, club type beats with that like that yeah. uh, that kick that just bop, 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 bop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For some reason, the way that I rap, it just like, it works. I'm able to find good flows that can work with the way I rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah, I like that, man. I appreciate that. So, do you? Uh, one more question before you pass the mic, bro. Okay. I want to. I want uh, my boy Lost Kid to get his uh, take on it. Uh, do you make tight beats? Like, Personally, yeah. I mean, or do you go on? I'll you, go on YouTube and search up specific tight beats for the specific sound that I'm looking for. But if I do find a beat that's out of what I'm like, I do different styles as well. I'm just trying to, you know. Uh, I mean, I am working on that, the the branding, all that shit, like the the creating a cohesive uh, image and the way the music sounds, all that. What was your question again, though? Yeah, I would just make asking, do you make tape type beats? Like, basically, uh, are you shopping beats out? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I I know what to what to type in, what to look for. Certain producers, uh, I'll fall, I'll subscribe to on YouTube, so I can stay tapped into what they do. I'll get the notifications when they put in a new beat, so I can go and check it out, see what yeah. it's sounding like. 
um, always looking for new beats. YouTube is like an endless rabbit hole of beats, dude. You type in tight beats, you can sit there for for years, and you're never going to get to the end of it. You know what I'm saying? It's endless. True. All right. Uh, what you got for me? Um, so I don't make beats, but if I had a take on it, like, from my perspective, like, when I go in, like, what goes into me making music and, like, mixing my own music, um, that would have to be just from, like, the feelings that I'm going on throughout the day. Like, whether or not I'm feeling down, feeling up, most of my music is going to be sad music. I have music where I've talked about suicide, you know? I So it's therapy, though. It, it definitely one thousand percent to be able to I, to be able to make the music of it right. So yes. like like so you guys are saying, hey, uh, I don't give a fuck. Hey, I the mu- my music start. Hey, I might be sad, but at the Facts. same time, I'm making music about it. I'm going out doing shows. Yes, and I love doing shows, right? And I love to listen to my music. Or else I wouldn't really be doing it. Maybe you're not doing the music for yourself, but you maybe you just love money. You know what I'm saying? Right. So again, it's, it's definitely therapy, like for myself. Like on my worst days, or even like when I'm just like feel like like I, if I get filled up over just some situation that's just not going crazy, the first thing that I need to do is light up a blunt and go do some music. I got fired like from one of my jobs like a month ago. And I made a song based on that. And that song, I love that song. Like, the first line, like, I'll even sneak it. It ain't released yet. Last week, I got fired from my job. Damn. Lazy staying home, living like a slob. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. But even the beat, the beats like like Juice World type beats, you know? Like, that's those are the type of beats that I really like making music on. Because most of my shit, even though, like, I have rap, most of it's melodic kind of like juice world like yep. him and like him and where mgk is like especially in his face that's where like my music ranges from all right yes yeah, so I, I wanted to like i ain't want to just box y'all into you know a particular genre or you know but at the same time you know I listen to hip-hop or whatever you know what i'm saying even if you didn't listen to hip-hop or whatever you know that that you know it's it's the 50th year and there's a lot of influence going on right um and even with fruity loops right um all you guys when you pull up and y'all make y'all music off fruity loops y'all show me that like the influence even with just with that tech technology has spawned a whole different genre and and different sounds in hip-hop and rock and all kinds of stuff like right for sure Cause like I'm sure that you don't always just use. I may think that you only use Fruity Loops for the booming 808. You no, know saying that's just right. my perspective. But you know, you can kind of get whatever sound you really kind of want really out of it. You no, know saying mm-hmm. when I think about it. But I I wouldn't really um, use it for anything else. I guess I would say. You use Pro Tools, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And you guys get the sound of recording out of Fruity Loops, right? Yes. Everyone records out of Fruity Loops here. Yeah. No. Oh no, no. I do. Are we? I don't think Chase. Chase, oh. you, you you still Pro Tools? Um, I'm not gonna lie. At home, I use Audacity. It's that uh the free stuff. But when I'm in the studio, it's usually Pro Tools. 
usually Pro Tools. Uh, I do have experience. My friend taught me how to make beats on uh, on FL. I do prefer FL, um, but I have heard it's not the best for, you know, mixing vocals and all that stuff. So, And whenever I'm in the studio, everybody's using Pro Tools. You feel me? So just yeah. seems like the way to go. And then maybe making beats on FL. But I will say, though, mixing vocals on FL, I, I, I fuck with it. I'm a fan. I think it's fine, you know? I will say this, but as far as like our stuff goes for Shallow Grave, we literally do everything in FL. We do our beats in FL, record in it, mix it, master. master it, yeah. And I like to think our stuff sounds pretty damn good for what it's worth. Yeah. You know what I mean? You well, could, like We've only been like doing it all. Like recording together for like not even two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Granted, you had a little bit more of a background with uh, the digital audio workstations than I ever did until we linked up and started hanging out. Right. But... You've been a good ass teacher so far, for real. Listen, and I and I've had I've had a bunch of other people uh, show me show me too things in FL and like how to uh, like really how to create like sound design, like how to how to sound design. Oh, especially with like yeah. create my own sound instead of using like presets all the time. Yeah, made. that's important. That's important. I like that. See, yeah, like being yeah, able to really yeah, get outside the box and experiment of your own accord is super important because at that point that shows like what real proficiency you have and what you're still lacking on. Facts. Yeah, it shows your skills if you can literally create a sound from your scratch. own sound. Yeah, just from nothing, from one oscillator, and then you go into three and add X and Y mods and all this other shit. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> like yeah. what kind of wave it is. It just makes it sound I, different. When I yours. open up my synth. Like my VSTIs, when I open them up, I'm like, holy, like somebody really sat here and just built these and saved them on here so yeah. other people wouldn't have to do that. I'm like, Clutch. damn, I want to be one of those guys. Go, dude. I want someone to be using my presets. Right. I mean, at some point, like you want, like, I guess the goal as a producer is to be able to produce a sound so unique other people want to use it. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. I think the, the, the big debate with Fruity Loops versus like Pro Tools and so forth, it has a, a little bit more to do with coming from traditional recording so oh, okay. traditionalists like pro tools because they're used to it number one because right. it's one of the first programs that they were able to do digital recording with right. you know what i mean that made sense and that's from film all the way to just regular hip-hop music and everything else right oh, for sure so then um with fruity loops they've come a long way it's just that plugins for instance like certain plugins sound goodizer Come on, guys. You know what I mean? Like, like it's not. It's no. It's not that. It's it's more for a creative mindset than it is for a technical mindset. Right. Okay. Because like for an engineer, you don't want something that says sound goodizer. You want to know what the fuck it really is. Like, yeah. is it a compressor mixed with a saturator mixed with the EQ? Yeah, and it's all just, doing. Like, but it's all doing it on one knob. Right. Yeah. yeah so you don't want to just turn the one knob and that be that. Right. Like it's a for preset. It, yeah, it's a preset. I mean, and it works where it needs to. Right. So you can make just as good of music in either platform. It's right. just a matter of ease of working with it and universal of language. Right. So like if you send your session from Fruity Loops to a guy who mixed Metallica, for instance, right. he's gonna be like, nah, just send me the waves, bro. Cause like, I'm, I'm not gonna <laughs> open that up and work in Fruity Loops right. when I know how to make a Metallica sound out of Pro Tools. Right. right. That's why. That's, that's why people prefer it. It's not really it's a personal preference. Yeah, it's not something better, better or worse. And then um, what Fruity Loops to. just allowed audio recording, what, just two versions ago? Uh, Well, I had it on 11. I think it was on 11. Wait, so Fruity, yeah, Loops? Fruity Loops? Yeah, Fruity Loops didn't, didn't get them. Have, I, 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 I recorded once. It, like, it like, never got dropped or nothing, but I recorded 
When I was 13 on Fruity Loops. That would have been like probably 11 then or maybe yeah. 10. Yeah, I mean, they, oh, they didn't do that many versions. Like the edition. The edition. It just wasn't as good. It just wasn't as good. Right. Yeah, oh, and it wasn't as high quality. Like what Dame's saying, it wasn't as it high quality. As and I think that's where a lot of people probably have those, like, the, the stigma about it. Is because uh -huh. it has come a long way. Yeah. And, like, you can make that, like, damn near professional, if not so with the right, you know, with the right mindset, right tools. See, and with that, the price right increased. Knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Right. But that was the reason, like, Fruitless was trying to main, trying to be affordable. Um, it, They had a big problem with with being hacked though because like that was crazy but I think it produced some of the best music oh, because yeah. you know people who it was bridging the gap of people who can afford to record and people who really need to record yeah. you know what I mean so it bridged that gap a little bit absolutely like people, you talking about like getting the pirated yeah, versions the crack versions yeah, and all yeah, that yeah yeah and oh, everybody's yeah. guilty of that shit I don't want nobody <laughs> telling me anything different Listen, I don't want that shit for all my shit shut up okay here's how we probably we paid for probably as far as all our plugins and stuff we paid for like 95% of our stuff but we that's pretty good, with other that's pretty good we, we like there's some with other people too like yes. if okay. i got some okay. fab filter products and maybe you got something out of some isotope bundle that i want i'll be like yo bro i got this license key it comes with these three plugins trade me one equal right yeah, that's cool yeah and, or like not supposed to do that but it's but, cool <laughs> <laughs> it's better than allegedly yeah. that's how it happens right allegedly that's what y'all do i, I mean again this is for uh, non-pirated purposes man, sponsor only. these boys so they, they ain't got to do all that man come yeah. on fam. come on what's yeah. up y'all y'all don't be sponsoring people man y'all be sponsored for get man. us come in on, and fab. get us on man what's the problem shout out to fab though i like that that filter is nice. Uh, we did nuts. buy that though. That is actually yeah. that is our thing. We did buy that. I right? broke down and bought it my well, damn self. I love that thing. I, I, bought, I bought a license for three <laughs> of the remaining <laughs> things that I didn't have. Oh, oh y'all yeah, got technical on us or whatever. Yeah, Everybody I'm else sorry, looking I'm around. Like y'all just y'all nerded out the whole podcast. We was trying to get it in before the podcast. But again, I want I want to kind of just touch on the the exactly what you said though, self. The traditional way was Pro Tools, right? Right. But now that Fruity Loops is on 22 or whatever it's on, and the plugins are kind of universal. Mm -hmm. It has, a, you know, the Waves bundle or whatever on yep. Fruity Loops and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, it is kind of, you know, seeing you guys work kind of uh, exclusively on Fruity Loops has just given me, you know, more of a balanced uh, understanding towards, you know, uh, letting the music you know make on whatever because i remember at one point people was talking shit about fruity loops and then right. you know everybody making millions off of it right so it's not like you know what you're working on you know what i'm saying my man chase said he you know what I'm saying he on audacity you know what i'm saying or, you know or you know um say so he ain't gotten around to it yet but he'll play something for you you know what i'm saying you know it's not what you're working on but we are producers because we create on you know and we learn whatever program that that's is in front of us Hell like yeah. less about make the, something out of that program less about it's like less about the program and more about the knowledge of what to do inside of it L literally yes less about the tool more about the tool user right so fuck with that um we we got a lot of folks in the building and i'm um, saying i want to like basically give everybody a closing you know uh y'all shout out moment whatever and you know whatever you get your, your instagrams and stuff like that and what you plan on doing in the next three months what you got going on um but yeah i appreciate y'all coming through and i know you know kind of just hipped out uh hip hop this out or whatever but man shout out to 50 years and a whole lot of influence and a whole lot of money you know what I'm saying being made and um and again you know be ready for uh 
what you can bring to the table as well. You know right. what I'm saying? And 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 not necessarily always just, you know, not giving a fuck, but giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. going to be my word of a, a word to it. You know what I'm saying? You can not give a fuck attitude, Hakuna Matata, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we give a fuck about, you know what I'm saying, uh, the things that matter. The things that matter. You know what I'm saying? Yes, the sir. shit that we trying to do out here in these yes, streets. Because you know what I'm saying? You want, you want the folks, you want your fans to know shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I want to give a fuck enough to pay you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. you know, big money. You know what I'm saying? Big money, big money. You know what I'm saying? So we go around the room, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Y'all give a, y'all word to, word to your mother segment. It's going to be like, whatever you want to shout out or whoever, you know what I'm saying? Um, you crushing in the game right now. You know what I'm saying? Now's your, your, y'all moment to let them know. You know what I'm saying? Again, uh, don't forget to tell everybody y'all Instagram and um, who you are. Man, shout out to my dad for covering my shift at work today because I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for that. My ass would still be up in Michigan. Word to your mother, but word to pops. That's what I'm talking about. No cap, man. No cap. Uh, But yeah, y'all can find my music on all streaming platforms. I got a new single and a new music video called Dust dropping later this month, July 29th. Uh, My last single was uh, Perfectionist featuring FOS Rocco. I also produced the instrumental on that song myself. So go ahead and check that out when y'all get the chance. That's all I really got to say, but I appreciate you guys for having me. Word, and that's the Stone Prophet again. You can follow him at what? Um, you can follow me on all social medias, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Subscribe to my YouTube, all that shit. It's all spelled the same except for Instagram because the damn name was taken. It's all good. <laughs> all right, keep it going. Let's keep it going, man. What you got next? Go ahead, Sai. What you got? Uh, I'm just going to shout out G. Wills because if it wasn't for uh, me and him, what was it, a couple weeks ago? I wouldn't be here, wouldn't have this opportunity. And Shallow Grave, Shadow Shallow Grave. I mean, when they get the mic, they just all gonna fall with it. It all comes together in the end. Yeah, and that's our trance. You can, uh, I don't have anything out yet, but I'm about to have uh, my first track called For Real out. Uh, Don't have a date set for it, but if you wanna follow me on Instagram, it's uh, Sai Bebe, S Y E B A E B A E. I got a link tree on there, so. Uh, I got a few snippets of what I've been working on. Nothing super official yet, but uh, I got good things coming. So, all right, that's what's up, man. Side Bay Bay on Instagram, man. That's our trance. Keep it going. Hell yeah, Chase though with the bankroll, King of the Burbs, also known as the Roswell God, out of Roswell, the North Side. Uh, hit me up Instagram, Chase though, C H A S E T H O underscore. Follow me. I'm posting every day. I'm super active on that. Um, hell yeah. That's Chase though. Thank man. you for having me as well. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, man, y'all go go fuck with uh Chase. I'm the Lost Kid. You can find me under the Lost Kid on all social media platforms, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. My link tree is on my Instagram if you want to get more links to all those websites on my Instagram page, the Lost Kid Official. Um, I have a new song video coming out real soon stay tuned for the release date so if you follow me on all social media platforms you will see that release date it's for a song called the wild wild west that's gonna be a good song thank you for having me and i'd like to shout out g will um without him i wouldn't have this opportunity i'm very grateful very humble 
and yeah just a very good genuine humble person and forever grateful for this opportunity he's given me that's what's up man shout out to kid, man shout out to the d2 man you know what I'm saying y'all go win more games Detroit this year too. Yeah, y'all back out here, man. I guess it's on us. Well, first and foremost, I'd like to give a special shout out to G Wills as well. With yeah, the, me too. Without him, we wouldn't be here chopping, chopping up with these fine gentlemen all in the room here. Shout out DJ Decepticon, Dame Doja over here. Doja told you word on the net. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate, appreciate you guys that. having us out here, and we also want to give a special shout out to all the years in hip hop because without these fifty years. He and I would probably not be here, and we definitely wouldn't be doing this. So, uh, as Amen. far as like new projects we got coming up, oh, when do you want to? We're, we're thinking about dropping a new song for you guys called "Fuck This Too," Cotard's Delusion. We are just about done mixing and mastering it, maybe making some last-minute tweaks to it. Uh, we don't have a set date yet, but when we do, you guys will be the first to know. You can find us everywhere on all platforms. Uh, find us on shallow under Shallow Grave on Facebook. That's with a dollar sign yes. and no space between shallow and grave. That is all one word. Same thing on YouTube. You can find us there. You can catch our two music videos. You can find our individual profiles as well under BBG Grave and Cata Grave on Facebook. And you can find us on Instagram at Shallow Grave BBG and Young Cata. Uh, y X N G C A T A or our mutual account for Shallow Grave Grave shit. Yes, that's spelled G R A V E S H Y T T. And uh, again, without hip hop, you wouldn't be seeing us here. So, thank you guys for the 50 years. It's been a wonderful long, long journey of witnessing everything taking place. And to add to that, they wouldn't be here if I wouldn't be here, and I wouldn't be here if it weren't for DJ Decepticon. Man, hit this guy go. DJ Decepticon, Dame Doja, the Word on Net podcast, man. Appreciate you, DWE, and um, yeah, man. Appreciate you guys for coming again, man. You know, y'all keep doing y'all thing. Uh, you know, give back to your respective communities. You know what I'm saying? Respect the uh culture. You know what I'm saying? Respect. You know what I'm saying? What you got going on, and you know what I'm saying? You know, shit, and 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 work hard, shit. You know. But yeah, man, y'all come back to see us, man. There's a lot of folks, cool, so it's kind of hard for me to kind of get to everybody. You know right. what I'm saying? I know y'all got a lot going on, but it is gonna, uh, it is, I think that it is good that you guys are rolling, like I'm saying, as a, a, like as a collective, not, not necessarily like as as a group, like like y'all are all a group or something, but when I was uh kind of pushing early in the game, like um, when we hit the road, we hook up with other like you know groups, other bands and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. travel all at the same time, and just kind of like you know just kind of go at stuff, you know. Even when you're selling CDs, when you're doing shows, when shit, when and when you raiding the Waffle House of the IHOP, you know what I'm saying? Right, it turns you know, into a party the whole yeah, time. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. we all break down. You know what I'm saying? We finna party or whatever, man. Um, Seth, you got uh, anything? Um, nah, man, we in Odyssey tonight, Friday, baby. Yes, sir. Act bad Friday. We're going to be in there. Us, catch us all there, man. We all finna be there up there, courtesy of DJ Decepticon, man. Sure. Yeah, man, y'all holler at DJ Decepticon if y'all need to, uh, you know, get your music played, That's man. You need to get, get in the club. Get your play right uh, Shout out to Coalition DJs. Um, yeah, man, and, um, shout out to, uh, all the, uh, festivals and, and, and the summer. It's hot as fuck outside, man. Y'all actually... Make sure y'all stay hydrated. I'm mm -hmm. finna help myself to some water, man. Y'all help yourself, man. Let's stay hydrated out here, whatever, because it's hot outside, man. But we're gonna keep making it hotter. It's the Word of the Net podcast. I'm Dame Doja, and we out of here. It's the Word on the Net podcast. Dame Doja, DJ Decepticon. You already know what's going on, man. <laughs>